Welcome to Hearing God with Gary and Jane Berry. Do you want to grow in your intimacy with Father God, Holy Spirit and Jesus? Join us as we share insights and practical tips that you can apply today. Hi, I'm Gary Berry and together with my wife Jane, we host Hearing God, a podcast that helps people hear from God. Today we're looking at times when we can really miss hearing God. I love that, Gary. But before we get into it, let's share briefly how we've heard God this week. Well, speaking, and I've probably mentioned it once or twice, there's one of my clients, she's actually from overseas, but she lives in our local area here. And we were talking on the phone recently, and I just happened to ask her about the situation for her dad because he was in palliative care. Well, he had died. Now, normally I probably wouldn't pray for someone. Look, I may pray for someone over the phone if I know them really well, perhaps if they're a Christian, but I just really felt prompted to pray for her that she'd experience peace and that she'd release her dad and just seemed to be the right prayer for the right moment. I could almost hear the tears coming down her eyes as I was praying for her over the phone. Wow. Gary, I've noticed since we've been doing the podcast You've become a lot bolder with praying for people, praying for your clients. Would you say that's true? Yeah, I think it is. Perhaps in the past I've thought it momentarily but haven't actually followed through on that thought. But I know that I'm actually following through on those thoughts, the impressions that I get a lot more. So those thoughts are you hearing God? Yeah, I, I firmly believe they are. I firmly believe they are. Most nights you come home or you ring me during the day and go, wow, I've just had this really significant conversation with a client and that will happen numerous times. Yeah, some of it's, yeah, praying for people. Often it's just chatting and just being that ear, even though I'm only the gardener, being that ear for them to unpack and unload and chat about things. I get really excited because I think, wow, how excited would God be? that you're stepping out, you're taking notice of that little impression or thought and you're stepping out and being God's representative in that situation. And it's changing, it's really impacting your clients. So I think it's not worrying about the consequences or the perceived consequences or thinking that it's not the right thing to do because they're a client or they're not a Christian or whatever. I'm not worried Now, I'm not jumping into it. I always introduce who I am, the impact that prayer can have, and I always frame it, I feel, appropriately, and I give it as an invitation. It's not something I demand of them or I just want to do this, but I ask them if I could do that. Yeah. It's interesting. This episode, we could easily miss hearing God. So in the past, you've really not really taking notice of those thoughts and you've missed. Yeah, I think it would be fair to say that. Through perhaps it's not the right thing having a business and business clients. Yeah, it's the right thing having a business but not doing it with the client. My time of hearing God this week, reading through the Bible and I read a number of chapters in the book of Numbers and... Numbers 20, Miriam had died 
And then the Israelites came to Moses and Aaron and gathered in opposition to them and grumbled yet again. And I'm like, you've just seen in the last chapter or chapter before, chapter 17, how the budding of this came in one day, this stick not only budded, but it blossomed and then had fruit of almonds on it. And that happened in 24 hours. And you've seen this miracle and now you're in this desert with no water and you're complaining and grumbling yet again. And Moses and Aaron fell face down on the ground before God, asked him what to do. God spoke specifically, said, gather everyone together, speak to the rock before their eyes and I'll pour out its water. You'll bring water out of the rock for the community. So Moses was obedient. He gathered everyone together. But then whether it was anger or I don't think it would have been unbelief. I think it was anger or grief. The grief of Miriam, his sister, had died. And in that, Moses, instead of speaking to the rock, he struck the rock twice. Now, water still came out. God was still faithful. But Moses did the wrong thing. And God said, because you haven't completely obeyed me in this situation, you're not going to enter the promised land. And it made me realise that obedience is really important. So if we are not in a healthy relationship with God or our heart is hardened towards God for some reason, it's easy to miss God and miss hearing God. So sin or disobedience, episode 21 addressed this issue of not obeying God and and God being silent, some of the reasons why we may feel that God's silent. In Genesis 22, God asked Abraham to sacrifice his son Isaac and Abraham obeyed immediately. The next morning, early in the morning, he got up, he didn't complain, he just went to do it. And I think sometimes because we're not obeying immediately or we haven't obeyed, we can easily miss God. Jane, you reminded me of that story that Josh and I went on this little adventure after hearing or watching that movie, The Finger of God, Darren Wilson. Can you just remind us about that whole situation? <laughs> you had a better memory of it than me. This was like 13 years ago. We watched the premiere of Darren Wilson's film, Finger of God at Church, and it really impacted you. Josh was five at the time, and you actually asked God a question. You said, God, what would you have me do in response to this? How would you have me step out? I think they were the questions you asked. And you really sensed God say to go to Albury Post Office, which is a drive of at least five hours away, on a certain Sunday, and you got the date, which was like a month ahead, on this Sunday, and at 12 o'clock, outside the Albury Post Office, there'd be a man in a blue suit, and you were to talk to him. Now, when you told me, I'm like, yeah, totally, because I have a belief that God will say and do anything. Part of it was, oh, I just don't want to do that. <laughs> and also that weekend, Sarah had a swimming competition. So it was like, all right, I'll stay home with Sarah. Why don't you take... Josh, go up, drive the five hours. 
so you actually drove up the day before because you had to be there by 12 o'clock. You stood outside Albury Post Office and it was really... It's a very warm day. I can remember that. Everyone's yeah. in shorts and singlets. Yeah, you said everyone was in the stubby shorts, the blue singlets, and you stood there. And I can remember you rang, you sent a message. We are in church and you sent a message to both our pastor and me and saying, this guy hasn't, no one's turned up in this blue suit. And I can remember just sending a message back, just wait. And an hour later, a guy in a blue suit walked past. And he was a guy who, when you got talking to, you could put him in contact with a person that could help him with an issue that he had and a major issue he had with his family. And so, yeah, it seemed really weird when you first said, oh, look, I really feel God saying, you know, drive five hours away on this particular day, a month's time, stand outside the post office at 12 o'clock and this man in a blue suit would walk past. But it happened. Fortunately, I've got a wife that doesn't think I'm a nutter. But then again, at times it probably would be good for her to say, Gary, don't worry about it. Just, did you really hear God? No, but that was significant and it was significant for this man. And I think it was probably significant too for you in knowing, oh, all right, it was way out there, but God brought this man along in a blue suit when it was so hot. I think those steps of obedience have probably been helpful to grow in my capacity to hear from God and that I have a, a greater clarity now. I don't drive five hours these days for doing things like that. But but if God asked you to, you would. Yeah, yeah. But I think when it comes to giving words to people, especially after church or in other places, I seem to have real clarity and there's a real connection with where the people are at and what I sense God wants to say to them. So at the same time, while you were waiting for that hour for that man to turn up, there were three international sportsmen that walked past you and you recognised them. They were retired sportsmen and they were from another country and they were doing a speaking tour and you talked to them and had recognised them. And I said, did you give them a prophetic word? And you're like, oh, I didn't even think of that. I think I'd be a lot more prepared for that sort of stuff now yeah. than perhaps what I was. That was pretty early in my whole hearing from God journey, even though I'd been a Christian for quite a while. I think it was Curtly Ambrose, wasn't it? A couple of... Yeah, I didn't want to talk oh, about that's it. All right. oh, West so Indian a, a, prophetic, a prophetic word is hearing from God, hearing God's heart and thoughts for someone else and releasing it to them. So other times when we can easily miss God is if we have unforgiveness, if we're not in relationship with God, perhaps we see prayer as a duty and not a relationship. Maybe we're not actively listening or an unbelief in hearing God. So episode one, we talked about God wants to communicate, wants a relationship with us. So I'll put the link in the show notes so you can go to our website forgot to talk about the show notes you can go to our website garyandjane.co and it 
just a brief outline of what we chat about, resources mentioned, Bible verses, etc. can also be, we may have had an inner vow. So God can talk through our dreams of a night. And so if we've had a nightmare or somehow shut that down in an inner vow of saying, it's scary, I don't want, I don't want any more dreams. That's like an inner vow. And so that can shut off God talking to us overnight in our dreams. And we talk about that in episodes, I think, 22, 23, 24, about dreaming. So just quickly, how do you, what's the opposite to an inner vow? Or how do we? Oh, you just break it by saying, look, I'm sorry, God, for saying in the past such and such. And please forgive me, and I repent of that. And I welcome you to speak to me again. That's good. And we can contrast all that with Samuel in the Bible. So Samuel chapter 3, 1 to 4. Samuel was ministering before the Lord under Eli. And it actually says, in those days, the word of the Lord was rare. There were not many visions. And then it goes on, one night Eli, whose eyes were becoming so weak he could barely see, was lying down in his usual place. Then verse 3, the lamp of God had not yet gone out. So it wasn't too late at night. It was just early evening. And Samuel was lying down in the house of the Lord where the ark of God was. Then the Lord called Samuel. And I just say, wow, Samuel deliberately positioned himself in the presence of God. He didn't have to lie down there at that time, but he deliberately chose to be in God's presence next to the ark of the Lord in God's presence and I go wow sometimes we need to choose to be in God's presence and hear from God our second principle we may be busy or distracted and I know for me I often get busy and can go a certain amount of time throughout the day and not even give God a thought or our mind might be crowded with worries and distractions. We may even find ourselves like, you know when you're in a crowded room of people and I'm noticing this as I'm getting older and having to really pay more attention to what a person's saying because it's harder to hear with everything else going on. And that can be like hearing from God. So I think where it talks in the Gospels of the parable about sowing the seed. So Luke 8, 5 to 15, when he sowed the seed and some fell among the thorns and they grew up and choked the plants. And then it's unpacked, I think, verse 14, the seed that fell among thorns stands for those who hear, but as they go on their way, they are choked by life's worries, riches and pleasures, and they do not mature. So sometimes we can be so busy or distracted or not for me. Sometimes I just don't even think of asking God. So it's forgetting or not even thinking of asking God. What about you, Gary? Do you ever find that for you? Sometimes I'm, I'm at work and I'm so focused with what I need to get done in a certain time frame. I just don't. God may be speaking to me about something, but I just don't hear it because I'm very focused. Sometimes it's just the reality of life too. Yeah. 
I actually wonder how much we miss hearing God because we're not paying attention. And this is a classic. I think I've brought it up before in previous podcasts. But Moses in Exodus 3, he was tending the flock and the angel of the Lord appeared to him in flames of fire from a bush. And Moses saw this bush over on the side that was on fire, but the bush didn't burn up. So Moses, and the Bible actually says this in verse 3, Moses thought, I'll go over and see this strange sight, why the bush does not burn up. And when he went over there, you know, God then spoke to him and called him, that sort of stuff. Moses paid attention. He obeyed that nudge and he went over and investigated something unusual, a circumstance where the bush wasn't burning up. So when we see something unusual, try and pay attention to it. It can be just purely asking God, hey, what do you want to say to me through this? Or are you actually, God, trying to say something to me? Yeah. Our third principle, life circumstances can get in the way. We can have false expectations, expect God to act in a certain way. We can have disappointment or disappointment in God. We can be looking for something different so we don't recognise it. So 1 Kings 19, 11 to 12, that still small voice, it didn't come with the rushing wind. can be grieving. So in Luke 24, 13 to 34, the disciples are devastated. Jesus has died. He's no longer in the tomb. They are walking along full of grief and this man comes and joins them and chats away to them. And they didn't recognise Jesus because their grief was so overwhelming. And I think too, Numbers 20, here's Moses' sister Miriam. She just died. And Moses, full of grief, and I don't know if there was anger, but especially the grief would have been overwhelming, struck the rock instead of speaking to it. God brought the water out of the rock, but he then said, hey, because you didn't fully obey me, you're not going to see the pro- you're not going to go into the promised land. You're going to see it, but you're not going to go into the promised land. So we can, out of those angry or our emotional state may be a bit up and down, we can miss hearing God. Or we could be focused on one answer only. We've got a podcast about great questions. So, you know, instead of should I marry this person, but what sort of person should I marry? So looking at expanding, open-ended questions. Sometimes in celebrating, we can be so excited about something and so full of joy about something that we can almost leave God out of it. And storms in life. Mate, another time in the Bible. Seems like the Bible's full of times when there's these amazing miracles, you know, the miracle of the feeding the 5,000. The next thing, the disciples are in the boat, a huge storm comes up and Jesus walks on water and the disciples are are afraid and didn't recognise him in Mark 6 and John 6. And you just go... Why wouldn't you recognise Jesus? But the storms of life, yeah. 
Other times, peaceful times of life, everything appears easy. We can get lulled into a false sense of security. And I think that for COVID, during the COVID years of 20 to 22, were a particular time when a lot of Christians had been lulled into a false sense of security because life in Western countries was quite easy. And then suddenly this massive event, massive thing in life, massive fear, caused a lot of people to really re-examine their relationship with God. Often, and this is something I'll keep coming back to, oftentimes in the Bible, after a miracle had happened, people then missed hearing God, missed recognising God. I think that's it, missed recognising God in the immediate time after a miracle. That's something perhaps to pay attention to in our own lives. So in recapping the principles, times when we can easily miss hearing God are those times when we need to be especially careful to guard our hearts and minds. So maybe one, we're not in a healthy relationship with God or our hearts harden. Second principle was we're busy or distracted, not paying attention to God. And our third principle was when life circumstances get in the way. So there's a real call and invitation to position ourselves and anticipate, expect that God will speak and posture our hearts to God. Yeah, to be able to recognise that God's speaking. Anything else on this subject you'd like to say at the moment? I think it's been covered wonderfully this morning. (laughs) end of every episode we also have what we call a prophetic activation purely a time to practice recognizing God speaking to us so just turn your heart and thoughts to father God and just asking God is there a time when I especially tend to miss hearing you or to not recognize you When does that usually happen? What do I need to know about those times? What do I need to change or be aware of? What would you love me to do differently? So both of us have asked God what he would love to say to a listener. Gary, over to you. Yeah, I sense that God is going to give you in this next week the key, the key that will unlock an issue in your life that you've just been, the door has been closed, you've been wondering how to get through. God's going to give you the key that's going to unlock that door, is going to give you a strategy, going to give you a perspective, going to give you a word that will help to unlock that door so that you can walk through it and receive the freedom and the breakthrough that God wants to give you today. Wow. I just had a sense of 
someone being busy and a little kid, it's like a little kid was tugging on their skirt him, trying to get their parent to recognise what they were doing, to stop and to pay attention. And I just had a sense, oh, wow, I wonder if there's someone listening who it's like God's trying to get your attention, trying to, like, tug on your skirt hem, trying to say, see, I'm doing stuff. And it's an invitation to start to recognise what God is already doing in your life. And I think it's around coincidences and just paying attention to those nuances, those the coincidences that are not coincidences but God incidences. So it's taking the time to notice. And as Isaiah 43.19 comes to mind, see I'm doing a new thing. Now it springs up. Do you not perceive it? I'm making a new way in the wilderness. So I just really feel there's a, an invitation to yeah, take notice, to recognise a new way of God speaking. Gary, would you love to pray for us? Father God, we thank you for being the God that loves each one of us individually, not for what we do, but for who we are. Father, I just pray now that we won't get distracted by what's happening in our life, by the missed opportunities, by the struggles that we have. But Father, right throughout life, we will journey with you through the highs and through the lows, we'll develop a greater sensitivity to what you are saying to us through your words, through your senses, through situations, Lord. Father, may we be prepared to step out in faith in believing what you would want us to say, do, believe, whatever. Father, thank you for everyone listening to this today. Just bless them each now in Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. We would love it if you could ask God who you could share this podcast with and let them know how it's helped you. Also, if you could subscribe and rate and review our podcast, we would love that. Thank you so much for listening.